0: Hey, guys, I'm back at it again with another podcast, and today's topic is politics. So I have specifically chosen one American politician in the Democratic Party, which her name is Abby Finkenhauer, and she happens to be the second woman ever to be elected. And today we also have a special guest who is also my little cousin Paris, and she happens to also be into politics. So what do you have to say, Paris? Ever since I've been into politics, I've always wanted to know about Abby Finkenhauer because of her being the second youngest woman in the House of Representatives. (laughs) Okay, I've always wanted to be like her, the youngest person into politics. Hmm, That's very interesting. Well, according to sites, Abby Fickenhauer happens to be an American politician who is the U.S. representative from Iowa's first congressional district since 2019. To know more about her district, it also serves much of the northeast quadrant of the state, which includes Cedar Rapids, Waterloo, Cedar Falls, and her hometown in Dubuque. Hmm, very interesting. Yep, it is. But if we really wanted to know about her background, we would really be talking about what happened in her past. So she happened to be born on December 27th, 1988, which she is 31 years old today. She was born and raised in Dubuque, Iowa. She happened to graduate from Hemsby High School in Dubuque, and also in two thousand eleven. Finkenhauer graduated from Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa, with a bachelor's degree in public relations. Very interesting. As of her early political career, in 2006, Finkenhauer was a page for U.S. Representative Jim Nussel, a Republican who represented Northeast Iowa in Congress. For the following year, Finkenhauer was also a page for Pat Murray, the Democratic Speaker of the House of in Iowa. In 2007, Finkenhauer was the Iowa Volunteer Coordinator for the Joe Biden presidential campaign. She was later legislative aide for Iowa Democratic State Representative Todd Taylor and Communications Specialist for a Community Foundation of Greater Dubuque. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Now, if you really want to know something interesting, Paris is what Time Newsletter has to say about her. So basically what they said was, unlike many members of Congress, Abby Finkenhauer doesn't own a home. She can't afford to buy a new car, so she drives a 10-year-old Chevy. That's because instead of making car payments, she puts about $300 a month toward paying off her $20,000 of student debt, which she is still carrying from college. So this happened to be in 2018, so I believe that she had recovered from that. Now I'm hoping that she recovered from that, but looking from her recent campaign, recently January third, twenty nineteen, against Rod Blum, it seems to be very successful because she happened she happened to she happened to outraise Blum by over $1.3 million for the campaign, with most of her money, of course, coming from state contributions. So, although Iowa is a swing state that voted for Trump in the, least, in the last election, Finkenhauer was able to flip her Cedar Rapids district, beating Republican incumbent Rod Blum. Now, I am very proud of her. I'm proud of her, too. Even though we don't really have so much insight on what her peers had to say about her, but I can tell that they were very proud of her of getting out of that depth with her successful campaign against Rod Blum because it was very successful. Now that is one big election. So here is actually a clip of her at the election at the congressional district debate against Rod Blum.
1: You have one minute for an opening statement. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here tonight with Congressman Blum and the moderators here. Thank you for putting this on. Again, I'm State Representative Abby Frankenauer, and I'm running for Congress here in this district because this is personal. I grew up a daughter of a union pipe fitter welder. My mom actually just retired from the Dubuque Community School District as a secretary back in February. You know, there were four kids in my family and we were all first generation college graduates. Uh, Still paying off student loans, so not always easy. But at the end of the day, I grew up in a state and in a country where if you worked hard you could make it. Again, that is what we were told and that is what we were promised. And unfortunately, right now, that promise is being broken in Washington, D.C. It's about time we send some Iowa values to D.C. to stand up for working families like I did in that state house for the last four years, to bring some common sense, invest in infrastructure, trade programs, apprenticeships, and actually make sure that we take on health care and fix it in this country. Because at the end of the day, Iowa is my home, and this is our country. I'm going to do whatever I can to fight for it. Thank you very much,
0: Congressman. I know that wasn't very a short clip, but I thought it was very interesting. And I thought my viewers should really know what she does and what she's doing this for. And I just love her charisma and her enthusiastic personality. What do you think, Paris? I think it's good that she knows what she's doing as a young person campaigning. Yeah, I believe that, too. Now, for the voter turnout, Finkenhauer happened to have 4.8 more voters than Blum. The turnout happened to end in 332,983 votes. From a Democratic gain from Republican was a swing. Majority... Votes came from 16,419, and the write-ins were 171. Abby Finkenhauer happened to have, in total, of 169,496 votes. She had the most votes in Iowa District 1 for the U.S. House election in 2018, which is pretty great i think that's pretty great too i honestly think she doesn't really have too many opponents really talking about her except for blum because i know he is bummed about losing that campaign because honestly she did really great throughout the entire thing from reading on sites and really getting into politics and really learning about this politician and I think it's very interesting how she really handled the situation and handled herself on her own as a 31 year old at the time she was 29 but now she's 31 so she has gained that insight she gained what she needed and at Right now, she is on the ballot in Democratic primary as of June 2nd, 2020. Now, for her party identification, I believe on June 5th, 2018, she won the Democratic primary, defeating former congressional staffer Thomas Heckroth and engineer Courtney Rowe. She received 66.9 of the vote. As of September 2018, her race was classified as Lean Democratic or Tilt Democratic by three major rating firms. So I know I gave you so much insight on this amazing woman to be the second youngest woman in the U.S. representative to be elected, but... I have to say that is all for you guys today. I will be back at it again, giving you guys more podcasts and what you guys want to hear. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and everyone say bye to Paris. She had a great time learning more about politics, especially with her being interested in it. So say bye, Paris. Bye. So I hope you guys enjoyed this segment and we'll see you guys another time.